Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Mark Twain leaving the dock. On the left, you can see the water wheel on Tom Sawyer Island. In the background, you can see the top of Sleeping Beauty Castle and the Skyway buckets. On the back, it reads, Mark Twain, nostalgic ride down rivers of America on the Mark Twain in Frontierland. It's postmarked July 7, 1959 and sent with a four-cent red Lincoln postage stamp and postmarked with a Nevada Silver Centennial cancel. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, July 6th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 82 and a low of 62. Park attendance that day was 25,657. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. George Walker of San Jose, California. It reads, July 6th. Dear Linda and George, Well, we got to Disneyland last night, went to Knott's Berry Farm and Disneyland today. It's now 6.15 your time, and we are on our way to Las Vegas. Want to make it yet tonight, if possible. Florence is wore out. She's not used to being on her feet so long. We are about 16 miles from Barstow now. Want to thank everyone for making our stay so pleasant. Hope you folks can come to Lincoln soon. We'll write again soon. Love, Lil, Howard, and Florence. At first glance, this is a pleasant postcard of the Mark Twain, but looking closer, there are some extraordinary details. Although Lil, Howard, and Florence went to the park in 1959, the year Matterhorn was completed and opened, the Matterhorn is missing from the Disneyland skyline. This postcard was created pre-Matterhorn and sold at the park until they ran out of stock. You can also see the top of King Arthur's carousel and how close the carousel was to Sleeping Beauty Castle prior to 1983. The view liner in Tomorrowland is also visible, and you can almost read the red TWA letters on the center of the rocket. Finally, the foreground of the postcard shows guests sitting on wooden park benches next to some grass areas with a small wire fence to deter guests from walking on the grass. In front of the guests are simple stone columns with two chains running around the rivers of America. This area was mostly a walkway from Frontierland to the Indian Village and the Frontierland Station of the Disneyland Railroad. In years to come, lampposts would be added around the rivers of America, and the grassy area would be removed to make way for New Orleans Square. The front of our next postcard is another image of the Mark Twain. You can see the changes of flowers replacing the grass and lampposts have replaced the stone columns. On the right-hand side of the card, you can see the golden horseshoe, and on the left, you can see a canoe full of guests on the rivers of America. On the back, it reads, Mark Twain, Frontierland. Guests cruise down the rivers of America aboard a sternwheel steamboat for a glimpse of Mark Twain's America in Disneyland's Frontierland. It's postmarked October 26, 1967, and sent with a four-cent black and gray Lincoln postage stamp, and canceled with a reminder to always use zip codes. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, October 25th, and Thursday, October 26th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. both days. The weather was a high of 80 and a low of 54 on Wednesday, and a high of 77 and a low of 58 on Thursday. It's addressed to a Mrs. Thecla Sandberg of Chehalis, Washington. 
It reads, 10-25-67. Dear Mom, Elva, and Hurley, We are still having a wonderful time here in L.A. Today we are at Disneyland and will be here tomorrow, too, since we are staying at the hotel here. We took a ride on this boat today. It was fun. We went to Chinatown last night, the music center tonight. My girlfriend from Ukiapa is coming to the hotel to have dinner with us. Love, Polly. Looking through a 1967 fall-winter map of Disneyland, I found some interesting entertainment additions to the park. New Orleans Square, which opened in 1966, allowed for more jazz and Dixieland to appear near the rivers of America. The Straw Hatters and the Golden Horseshoe Review stayed in Frontierland. Then bands like the Delta Ramblers, the Blue Bayou Strings, and the Royal Street Bachelors made up the New Orleans-style entertainment. Also listed were a duo known as the Shoeshine Boys, Teddy and Kenny. They started out on Main Street around 1965, dancing soft shoe near the Opera House. Eventually, they moved to the streets of New Orleans Square and would dance along with the music of the Royal Street Bachelors until around 1968. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating or comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. A special thanks to e-ticket patrons Eric Daniels, Tania, C-ticket patrons The Riley Family, Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, Jenny Schneep, Series Inquiries Only, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the A-ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Angelica Nablock, The All Aboard Podcast, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent From Disneyland or on Twitter at Sent From Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to Sent From Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent From Disneyland podcast.